Is tolling the right idea for Portland Metro and Oregon freeways? We're taking an in-depth look at tolls in a three-part series with comments from both ODOT and the Vote Before Tolls Initiative in a report you'll hear only on FM News 101. We start part one of this series with ODOT and communications manager for the urban mobility strategy for ODOT, Anna Howe, who tells me they are scaling back their plans. The I-205 toll project is specific to the Abernathy Bridge construction now, so it would be a classic bridge toll to help raise funds for about half of the Abernathy Bridge project, which is going to be the first earthquake-ready bridge across the Willamette in the Portland region. And so the old project included toll at the Tualatin River bridges, but we are no longer doing that, nor the third lane. That's new as of the delay in toll collection until 2026. Anna mentions 2026 because in May, Oregon Governor Tina Kotek issued a pause order on all tolls until at least then. Meanwhile, the Vote Before Tolls initiative is gathering steam. Dean Sir is the author and co-petitioner of IP4, who tells me they're working to gather at least 200,000 signatures. IP4 is a statewide constitutional amendment that would give the voters the right to vote before any tolls. That's road tolls or bridge tolls or any other sort of toll that might be proposed. So we um, put IP4 together for the 2024 ballot. It's in response to ODOT and, frankly, our state legislators as well that are so pro-tolling that I think they're blinded from the impacts that this is going to have on local communities and uh, even regionally across Portland and across the state. Dan and Anna agree that Oregon lawmakers are responsible for bringing up the idea of tolling in the first place. You know, back in 2017, legislators were looking at kind of the state of our statewide transportation system, and they saw that congestion in Portland was a big problem. And we have aging bridges and roads here and that we didn't have enough uh, funds in our existing budget to kind of upgrade the whole system. They identified tolling as a solution to both um, raise revenue for big projects like the Abernathy Bridge and also to help manage congestion. In another point that is not in dispute, tolls aren't just about raising money. They're designed to detour drivers from traveling through there. The question is, will they stay home or take alternate freeways or side streets? And will that have a negative impact? Dean believes if I-205 tolls are allowed, it's over. In the case of what ODOT is proposing, they're going to be tolling all lanes of the roadway. It's not like an exclusive high-occupancy lane or an express lane or that sort of thing. So if you don't want to pay the 4 or $5 for the toll, you can drive in the free lane, and it might be a little slower. I promise you, once tolling starts on this small four, six-mile section of I-205, it's going to go all the way up 205 to the uh, Columbia River, all the way down to Wilsonville, and the same thing is happening on I-5. So it's a misnomer to think this is just a 205 toll. Tomorrow at this time, in part two of our three-part series on tolling, we'll take a look at the money tolls might raise and whether it's the right way to help pay for roads.